on good afternoon my wonderful and beautiful kings and queens how are y'all doing how are y'all doing i pray that each of you are having a blessed and safe day all is well with you everything is going great and even if it's not you're under the sound of my voice guess what you have made it to a brand new day evening night wherever you are in the world you have made it and that right there is a blessing and miracle within itself if this is your first time tuning into my podcast channel my name is candace brown i'm a certified life coach i'm a motivational speaker i'm also an author as well as a business owner and what i do i help all my queens out there take their mindsets from rags to riches having to recognize the queen that's on the inside of them because i believe every woman across the globe is a queen okay so i just want to say thank you so much for all my people that's been rocking with me on the podcast on the youtube videos and of course this will be uploaded to my youtube channel so don't forget to hit that subscribe button okay click that notification so every time that i upload a video or a podcast you will be notified all right and also i just want to say thank you so much to all my youtube subscribers thank y'all for the likes the comments the shares thank y'all so so much many many blessings to each and every one of you but for those of you that have been rocking with me for a while y'all know what i'm about to say ladies fix your crimes okay you have the power to fix your crime i don't care if it's sliding off to the side i don't care if it's shattered to pieces it's got cracks all over it Guess what? You have the power to fix your crown, okay? And there are some of you, I don't know what y'all went over, but there are some of you out there. You have not even picked up your crown. Sis, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on, okay? I need for you to bend down, pick up that crown, and walk like the beautiful, bold queen that you were born to be. Alright, so today's message, y'all. I was going to do a live, but... I'm seeing about my son um, today and everything like that. But I say, let me tell you something. I'm going to get on here and do a podcast. I got to get this out of me because God gave me this this morning when we was on our um session on this morning on the sisterhood on clubhouse we have prayer monday through friday y'all are welcome to come on there and join us we are going back to the basis we are in the book of genesis and i'm telling you every day it has been awesome let me tell you something it ain't nothing like getting up in the morning and seeking god first come on somebody it ain't nothing like getting up in the morning and giving god your first fruits come on now it ain't nothing like it Okay, when you command your day, when you set yourself up for success, you put God first. <clears throat> I'm going to say that again. When you get commanding your day and you want to set yourself up for success, put God first. Give him your first fruits. All right. So we are in there Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So just pop in, you know, just pop in for maybe 10 or 15 minutes if you can, because we know that a lot of people on their way to work. And Coach Ty and I, we are already up at 5 a.m. We on our 5 a.m. soccer session. Also in the single mother's entrepreneur. Y'all, let me tell you something. Shout out to, shout out to, um, Lord, let me think of a name. Oh, shout out to Tavis Taylor. I love her so much. I've been in the, um, single mother entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness. I've been going in the soccer session for almost a year now. And I'm telling y'all. It will change your life. It will set you up to start getting up to be obedient and disciplined. 
and I just love it. I just love it. So it has really, really helped me. So we are up at 5 a.m. Well, it's actually it'll be 4 a.m. for Ty, and it's 5 a.m. for me. And we are in there in our soaker session, and we take that hour, and then we get on on our session. Okay, let me tell you something. It's time to do some stuff you ain't never did before. Okay, it's listen. If you want different results, you gotta do something you ain't never did. All right, so. Y'all, please join us Monday through Friday in our It's a Sisterhood for Me Clubhouse meeting, okay? So, I wanted to come on here real quick. I'm I'm not going to try to be with y'all long, but God dropped this word in my spirit while we was on our session this morning as we was having praise and worship and reading Genesis. Some fell on me and said, oh God, I thank you. Jesus and the God of Gethsemane, Okay? Jesus and the Garden of Gethsemane. And if I had to title this podcast today, I'm going to title and say, Where and who are you crying to? Where is your Garden of Gethsemane? Okay. Okay. I'm going to leave it. Let's, that's a word right there. Where is your Garden of Gethsemane? Because I'm going to tell you something. We all go through trials. We go through tribulations. We go through situations and circumstances. And like most of the time if not all the time we want somebody to talk to we need somebody to confide in we we need somebody to give us an encouraging word some some of us we need guidance come on somebody and a lot of times we go seek our counsel from other people but let me tell you something sometimes you can seek the wrong counsel and when you seek the wrong counsel you're gonna have the wrong output okay Ain't nobody hearing me today. When you seek the wrong counsel, you're going to have the wrong output. And see, you need to go and have you a Jesus and the God of Gethsemane moment. And you need to go seek the Father. Mm. You need to go seek some godly counsel, okay? The reason why some of us are struggling with some of the circumstances, situations that we got going on, we going to the wrong folk, we going to the wrong thing, we ain't going to no garden of Gethsemane, we ain't going to the prayer closet. Come on, somebody, because your prayer closet ain't got to be your house. Your prayer closet ain't got to be your church. Your prayer closet can be your car. Your prayer closet can be over there on your job in the bathroom if it got to, because I done had plenty of them when I was working. Come on, somebody where I done had to go in the bathroom and pray. Let me tell you something. I had me, uh, I can remember my show enough, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane moment when I was in Atlanta when we were at Latoya O'Keele and I had to go back and forth with this word and the enemy just, it was just so much doubt. Let me tell you something, me and him just going back and forth. Oh, you know, you're going to get them words wrong and, and them people ain't going to listen to you. Because when I went in the room, there were so many people versus the ones, the first, versus the one that we first did in Dalton. It was a small crew, but when we got to Atlanta, it was so big. And I said, oh my God, all these people in here, Jesus, let me tell y'all something, I was sweating. Okay, Coach Candace was sweating. I remind you, I get up there do videos every single day. I was doing podcasts. I, I I did a live here and there, but it ain't nothing like being in front of people. Come on, somebody! And, and I was having a moment, and I went one more time. Come on, somebody! I went one more time to the bathroom. I had me a Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane moment. And I say, Lord, I need your help, Father. I need you to get down here. 
I need you to help me with this word. I need to pr- I need to press through. I need you to strengthen me, Father. Because, see, I'm looking to the hills in which my help coming from. All of my help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth. But, God, I need you. I felt like Jesus, y'all. I felt just like Jesus. But it just like Jesus went back and prayed three times. Let me tell you something. I had them prayed that morning. I had went in my bathroom that morning already and prayed. I had them went out. I had them already went that morning and prayed. Then I had them prayed again. Mm-hmm. I had them prayed again with my sisters. Come on, somebody. But then just said one more moment. I had to go to the bathroom one more time. Oh, God. I had to go one more time. Just like Jesus had to go three times. Listen, I done had to go three times and some more. Because, see, I had to already start praying on the word that week that week before. And, the, it, oh, my goodness, y'all. It was such a fight to get that word out. My iPad had never cut up. But the minute that I was typing that word and God was coming through with that word, my iPad with the clear. Clicking out, clicking out. I said, oh, oh, the devil is alive. I'm going to get this word out. I'm going to get this out. I had my Bible. I begin to read my Bible. And I say, Lord, I need you to help me understand your word. And you know the enemy going to be right there. Oh, you don't know what that means. I said, that's all right. That's why God created Google. Come on, somebody. Let me tell you something. You're going to have to learn how to research this word out, okay? You can go call this one and call that one. But you better call on the name of Jesus and ask God to come down there and help you deal with that word. Have your Bible. Have your notebook, your blue ink pen. Get your phone, your iPad. See, we always using our phone for social media. We always using our iPad for social media. Watching videos and stuff that ain't gonna pull into us. Why not get on Google and type in Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Why not type in Bible verse for this or that and begin to have you a whole Bible study? Come on, somebody, because I'm not trying to sit here and act like I'm no Bible scholar and this, this, and that. If I don't understand something, that's why God created the Internet. But see, the enemy took the Internet and he corrupted. But let me tell you something. God had that Internet just for us so we can go and we can research stuff and we can sit there and we can take notes and begin to seek God on it. Come on, somebody. And God was sending the right people in your life that's gonna pour into you oh god i thank you i'm getting a little ahead of myself let me let me go and read this word because it was good to me when when god was giving i said oh lord this good I, I got to go dive into this word i'm coming from matthew chapter 26 and it's verse 36 through 46 and i'm gonna try to i'm gonna read the verses but i may skip around a little bit but if you want to go back and read go back and read this for yourself y'all go back and get it for yourself it ain't nothing like getting the word for yourself it ain't nothing like eating that daily bread for yourself come on somebody it ain't nothing like eating that spiritual food for yourself now i can sit here all day and tell you but the minute that you open up your word uh uh-huh the minute that you lay eyes on the word it do something to your spirit come on somebody so i'm coming from matthew chapter 26 and i'm gonna start at verse 36 oh god i thank you and it says then come of jesus with them unto a place called gethsemane and he said unto the disciples sit ye here while i go and i pray yonder mm-hmm. so jesus said we, we i got to go pray because see, Jesus was having a moment. Things got a little heavy. He know what was about to happen. He know he how he was finna have to be persecuted. How he was finna have to be beat. How he was have to been whipped and and kicked and lied on and and this that and the other. 
So he, let me tell you something. So imagine you being Jesus. Who God, I thank you. Imagine a circumstance or situation. Let me tell you something. I, I felt like Jesus because I know I was going to have to go out here amongst all these folk. And I would have to sit here and give my sermon. Because the thing, thoughts start coming up in my mind. Come on, somebody. Things begin to rise up against me. What if you fumble over your words? What if you forget what to say? Come on, somebody. What 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 if people be talking about you? What they going to say, Candace, and this? That, because that's the enemy. That's how he come to do. And see, Jesus know what was about to happen. So you let me tell you something. You didn't think the enemy was around saying that, listen, uh, you, you ain't going to be able to go through that. You you ain't but one man and, and, and this, that, and the other so jesus had to go to his garden to go seminary come on somebody he had to go and he had to pray verse 37 said he took him peter and the two sons and began to to be and began to be sorrowful and very heavy who could you imagine to be very heavy i felt very heavy in that moment it was a sense of heaviness on me i said lord i need you to help me let me tell you something you may be feeling heavy heaviness on you right now you may be feeling down and out right now you may be feeling a little depressed right now but i double dog dated to go to your garnigal seminary and begin to cry out to god like never before put down that phone uh-huh i want you to put down that table phone and i want you to go in your prayer closet i don't care if you in your car your house if you got to go to the bathroom baby go in your garden of gethsemane and begin to fall on your knees and begin to cry out to god like never before and i promise you god gonna strengthen you let me oh god i thank you i promise you he gonna give you a new strength let me tell you something. He going to give you a new boldness. He going to give you a new mindset. Come on, somebody. He going to give you a new way of looking at that situation. Come on, somebody. Because that's what he did with Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you. And verse 38 saying, Then he said unto them, My soul is a cityless harper, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Who God, I thank you. And he went a little, and he went a little farther. And he fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but thou, but as thou will. He said, Lord, nevertheless, let your will be done. Let me tell you something. When you're going through a circumstance, when you're going through a situation, as I was going dealing with some in that bathroom, I say, God, nevertheless, let your will be done. Even though I might be nervous, I, I, I'm a little nervous, I'm a little shaky, and I'm a little sweaty, but God, I'm going to press on, and I'm going to push through because I'm going to let your will be done. Oh, God, I thank you. Let me tell you something. You're going to have to press, and you're going to have to push through some stuff. And what you gonna have to say at the end of the day, Lord, it ain't my will that be done. Lord, it ain't my way that be done. But God is your will and your way. Who God, I thank you. You gonna have to learn how to surrender to God. Who God, I thank you. Because Jesus is like, here, God, I surrender. I surrender to you. Let your will be done. Let me tell you something. Can you imagine having to do something like this that you finna get ready to die? Who? You finna get ready to die and be persecuted. Let me tell you something. That's a whole kind of different strength. 
That's a whole kind of different faith. That's on a whole nother level. But I tell you this today. It's going to take that kind of strength. It's going to take that kind of faith in, in this season. It's going to take you in order to get you to your next level. Because see, in the end, that wasn't the end. That was only the beginning. Because Jesus was the resurrection. Come on, somebody. And that same power that rests in Jesus. Who is the same power that rests in us? Because let me tell you something. You better know who you are in this season. You better know that you got resurrection power. Who God, I thank you. Yeah, I know you feeling down in the trenches. I know you feeling broke, busting, and disgusted. I know you feel like you can't go on no more. I know you feel like you can't take no more. I know you done had it up to here and over your head with stuff. I know you going through circumstances and situations. But the same power that rests in Jesus is the same power that rests in you. God done gave you dominion authority and a power you better learn how to walk in your dominion authority power you better learn how to exercise your rights come on somebody you better learn who you are and a lot of times we forget who we are and when you get to that garden of Gethsemane I'm going to tell you something it's a different kind of strength let me tell you something when I left that bathroom I left with a different kind of strength I left with a different kind of help and before I could get to that microphone I felt my help on the inside of me I felt God say I got this you giving me your body you in total surrenders now I can use you Woo! my God you're going to have to get in total surrenderance so God can use you so he can get the glory out of your story because that's just what happened. Let me tell you something. When I was up there, like I told him, I said, I couldn't see y'all. I seen y'all bits and pieces, but I could not see y'all. That's how I knew God was with me. He said in his word that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Said in his word that when my mother and father leave me, God, he said he'll be right there. Your help is with you always. All you got to do is look to the hills in which your help coming from. All of your help coming from the Lord. Who made heaven and earth? All you got to do is look to the one and only true source. And that's God. Come on, somebody. Who who are you connected to? Who you plugged into? Because, see, you might be plugged into the wrong folks. Woo! You might be connected to the wrong source. Woo! God, come on in here today. Help me in here today, Jesus. Who Lord, I thank you. I'm trying to slow down, y'all, but this word is good. Who, Lord, I thank you. Who, I'm going to go on and read some more. Hallelujah. And verse and, and verse 40 says, And he cometh unto the disciples and find them asleep and said unto Peter, What could you watch with me for one hour? Let me tell you something. God will put some people in your life. Uh-huh. God will put the right people in your life. But let me tell you something. You better go to God for yourself. Mm-hmm. You better learn how to go to God for yourself. It ain't nothing like you laboring before the Father for yourself. You better go have one of them garden Gethsemane moments. You better go have you an ugly cry. I mean, you better get towed up for God on that floor. Because let me tell you something. I have one in a minute. I'll be towed up from the floor. I'm telling you, I don't care about wig, lashes, makeup, and everything else be running. Snot, tears be running. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get up from there, it's a whole new strength that God has given you. It be a whole new strength. It'd be a whole new feeling. Like, oh, Lord, I thank you. Let me tell you something. You'll go down there. You feel so heavy. 
But the minute that you just go have you a moment in the garden of the go have you some time with God and you leave all your worries and your frustrations and your circumstances and your trials and your tribulations with God. You feel so like you're like, who God, I think I can go on. I feel like I can run two or three miles now. I feel like I can walk on because see, I feel my help. Let me tell you something. You got to go and you got to go by yourself. We can sit. I can sit here and pray with you all day long. I can sit here and fast with you all day long. And I can sit here and talk with you and encourage you. But it ain't nothing like going to God for yourself. Because sometimes, who God, I'm thinking, sometimes folk might get a little sleepy on you. Sometimes folk get a little tired. Come on, somebody. Folks get a little worn out. That's why you got to have a relationship with God for yourself. Woo! Get your own relationship with God. Seek God for yourself. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. That means you seek. You do it. You find. You pray. You fast. You labor before God. You, you, you. I can do it. This one can do it. That one can do it. Uh, Kiki, CC, and all them can do it for you. But it ain't nothing like doing it for yourself. Oh, God, I thank you. Verse 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Say the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Who God, I thank you. Your spirit be willing to go on, but your flesh want to tell you, I'm tired, I'm sleeping. I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And you got to go against your flesh. Who God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And it says, and he went away a second time and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup may pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will, thy will be done. A second time, thy will be done. Hallelujah. You got to go a second time, third, fourth, fifth time. It don't matter how many times you got to go. You better go have you some moments in the garden of sin. You better go to your prayer class. I don't care if you in your car. You better stop. You better begin to pray and cry out to God. Because I promise you, right there in your moment, God going to strengthen you. He going to give you just what you need, how you need it, when you need it. Who God, I thank you. He going to give it to you. Who God. And verse 43 says, And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Okay. They was tired. Come on now. And then he left. And he went again and prayed a third time, saying the same words. Whoo, hallelujah. Some, like I say, you're going to have to go back and form sometime. Go back and pray because I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes we be so heavy, burned down with stuff. And we done win and we done did this and we done did that. But have you seek God? Have you fell on your knees? Have you cried out to God? See, that's the last thing we want to do. Come on, let's talk or let's talk about it today. See, that's the last thing we want to do, y'all. We, we don't want to open up our Bible and we don't want to go seek God on nothing. We want to go over here to Sam, Sue, James, Paul, Tyrone, Juju, and all them before we want to go to God last. Now, and, and the thing is, who God, I think, and the thing is, it being a total mess. It'll be in a whole mess before we go to God. I got to go over here to Sally. I got to go over here to Sue. I got to go over here to this one, that one. Lord, I just don't feel no better. I'm still going through. I, ain't, I just don't know if I'm going to make it. Lord, just help me. To, you sit up there crying. Well, let me call Lulu and them and see what they got going on. And let me call this one and let me call that one. And then let me tell you something. If you ain't connected to the right folk, hmm. <laughs> 
If you ain't connected to the right folk, they'll sit on the phone. Girl, if I was you, I just wouldn't worry about it. If I was you, I just do this. I'd do that. I I just ooh. And then they get tired of you calling. Oh God, I thank you. But see, one thing I love about God, He don't never get tired of talking to you. I don't care if it's one, two, three, four, five, six o'clock in the morning. One 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 person I know I could call on. Who God I thank you. I'm trying to get this out. One I know I could call on is the name of Jesus. He's there always. He's the same God today, tomorrow, and forever. You can call on Jesus in the midnight hour. See, we done called Sally at 12 and 1, 2, 3 in the morning and see, now she ain't answering because she done got tired of you. She done got sick of you. See, Sally dealing with her own stuff. She going through her own problems. And see, neither one of y'all ain't went to God, but see, y'all trying to seek counsel. She called you. You calling her. And then they y'all look go, oh no, girl. I don't know what to do. Instead of getting on that phone and praying, say, let's pray and let's read this word and let's labor before God like never before. Look here, this here might have to come out by fasting and praying. Come on, somebody. Don't nobody want to fast no more. Woo! Well, some things only come by fasting and praying. Sometimes you're going to have to give up food. You're going to have to give up social media. You're going to have to give up this. You're going to have to give up that because how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be free? Come on, somebody. How bad do you want that circumstance or situation to go past for you? Woo! How bad do you want God gonna have to give you some strength and the only strength that comes sometimes is by fasting and praying and this ain't something somebody told me this something I know for myself oh God I thank you Sometimes you're going to have to give us some food for 24 hours and you're going to have to put yourself on a fast because as you on a fast, you seeking God, but then God is working and you able to hear him clear and you cut everybody else off. No, I can't talk to you right now. I got to go to my father and I got to seek him. Well, you know, you know, I, I, I will call you later. Who God, I thank you. I call you later. See, our problem is we want to sit here and call everybody on the phone and we feel like we just, well, sadly need needs me and Gigi needs me and this one needs me but let me tell you something when it all when the dust settle who you gonna call on Sally and them ain't arrived because they having a good time and stuff and they life going good. But what about the times where you have and you are going to go see me in the moment and you feel heaviness on your heart and you picking up your phone and they won't even answer. They sending you straight to voicemail. You sending text messages, e- emails, DMs and everything else. And they sitting there looking at, oh goodness, what she want now? What she want now? Who you going to call on? All right, you better go to you better go to your prayer closet. You better be like Jesus and go to the Garden of Gethsemane, and you better cry out to God like never before. Let me tell you something that's your help right there. Who God, I thank you. Let me read on. Who Lord, I thank you. I didn't mean to get on here this long, y'all, but this word is good to me, and it felt so heavy in my spirit. And I know if this word is for me, it's for somebody else. You need to go have your God of Gethsemane moment. And you need to commune with God. You need to praise God. Let me tell you something. Sometimes circumstances, situations are so heavy you can't even form the words to even say. You can't even begin to talk. All you can do is cry. Go cry. That's all right. You crying to God. You ain't on the phone crying with selling them. Because selling them, I can't understand nothing you saying. Goodness, you doing all that crying. Oh, my God. Can you just get it together? Get it together. That ain't what you need to heal. You hurt. You broke, busted, and disgusted. And you need somebody to lift you up. And you just crying and crying. You, you Listen, some things that hurt you to your soul sometimes, you can't even talk about it. 
Come on now. Some stuff you can't even talk about it. And when you can't talk about it, let me tell you something. You better be like Jesus and go to your garden Gethsemane and just cry. I don't care if you have to lay you a blanket on your floor, lay on your face. You better be like Jesus and lay on your face and just cry and say, Lord, help me. Father, I need your help. I, I don't think I can go through this. I don't think I can make it. Father, I need your strength. Lord, I don't know what to do. And sometimes you ain't even got to say that. All you can do is just cry. You ain't got to do nothing but cry because your heart, your heart is crying out. You crying out to God. God already know the words. He see your heart. He knows you. And he see it. But if all you got, you ain't even got to say nothing. That's what I love about God. You ain't even got to say something. You ain't even got to say nothing half of the time. You can just go and lay and just cry. If you want to cry for an hour, two, three, four hours, just sit there and cry before God. I promise you, when you get up, you're going to feel better. <laughs> you're going to feel better. That's let me tell you something. That's so good. I'm telling you, it's better than camel soup, baby. Mm-mm, good. If you go there and you sit there and cry with God for an hour or two, when you get up and clean your face, dust yourself off, and try it again, you gonna have a new strength. Cause that's what happened with Jesus. <clears throat> okay, he had he came up with a new strength. Okay, he came up with a new mindset. He came up new. He said, I'm going to, you know what, God, I felt my help did. Now I can go through this. Now I can make it. I got the strength to go through this. You're going to have to do the same thing. You're going to have to do the same thing. Who God, I thank you. And verse 45 says, who Lord, then cometh he to his disciples and said unto them, sleep on now and take your rest. Woo! He said, sleep. Oh now and take your rest. You know why he said sleep on and take your rest? <laughs> Cause he had them got his strength. He had them felt. He his help came. God said it's all right. I got you. It's all right. You could do this. I'm with you always. I never leave you nor forsake you. You you are right now. You you can make it. I done gave you a new strength. You able to go through this circumstance. You able to go through these trials and tribulations. You able to go through this. You able to go through that. Because now I done gave you a new type of strength. I done gave you a new type of help. Come on somebody. I done restored back to you. Who God I thank you. I done gave you his restoration. Come on somebody. I done restored you back to what you need to go through. I done gave you the equipment tools. Who Lord. Because let me tell you something. You already equipped for the battle. Who Lord. You got to know that the battle is not yours but it's the Lord's Woo. every circumstance and situation that you go through let me tell you something it's all going to work together for your good everything works together Woo, Romans 8 and 28 if you could just put that down in your heart when you going through something if you could put that down in your spirit whatever you going through you know that all things work together Who, God I thank you if you could just put that down you could say Lord I got this now but see, it take you going to that going to Gethsemane moment sometime. It take you going crying out to God to get that new strength. It take you going through some things to, to get you to that point. Who God, I thank you right now. He said, sleep on and take your race. <laughs> and you, let me tell you something. When you get up, that's when you can sleep on and take your race. Because see, now you're able to go through whatever battle you finna have to face. You equipped for it. God done equipped you for it. He done sharpened up your sword. He done sharpened up your armor. He done cleaned it up. He done, he done instilled in you the word. Because I'm going to tell you something. The more that you eat this daily bread, the sharper you're going to become. And when, the enemy come, and when the enemy come up against you like a flood, who the Lord say he'll lift up a standard against him. Let me tell you something. You better eat this daily bread every single day. Because I promise you the enemy come. 
coming on every side and he going to try you. But see, if you got the word of God on the inside of you, if you have written it on the tablets of your heart, you able to fight him with the word. And he got to go in the name of Jesus. And then he said, behold, the hour is at hand. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that do betray me. And now when I went on my Google, let me tell you something. I told y'all I go on Google research thing. And I typed in, I said, well, why? Um, and it says, why is the Garden of Gethsemane important? And it said, well, Jesus was betrayed in the Garden of Gethsemane by Judas. And I said, "Uh uh-huh, I said, that's nice. I said, but the reason why the Garden of Gethsemane is important to me and how I apply it to my life is I can go in the Garden of Gethsemane no matter all the hell that may be going on around me, no matter the circumstances, situations that I may be going through, no matter how much I may be crying, no matter how much I may be feeling down, no matter who walked out of my life and this, that, and the other, I can go to my Father and I can cry out to Him. And when I begin to cry out, let me tell you some stuff begin to fall off. God begin to speak to your spirit. And God give you a new strength. God begin to restore you. And then when you get up from that garden of Gethsemane. You have a new strength. You feel better. You feel stronger. You feel bolder. And you say Lord. I feel like I got this thing now. I can do it now. But see the only way that I can do it is with you God. You are the one that makes me go more than a conqueror. If God be for me. Who can be against me? Come on somebody. God you said you will be with me always. And as long as you with me. That's all that I need. I don't need nobody else. It don't matter. They don't never say nothing. It don't matter if we don't never cross paths no more. It don't matter if they go over there. Well, I can't deal with her no more. I can't do this and I can't do that. It's all right. Don't matter if they walk out of my life. It don't matter if they don't rock with me no more. It don't even matter. As long as God is with me, I'm going to be all right. Who God, I thank you. That's just how you got to be in this season. Who Lord, I thank you. But I just want to come on here real quick and share that with you. Because that was good to me this moment, this morning. You have got to have you some Garden of Gethsemane moments. You're going to have to learn how to cry out to God for yourself. It's good to have prayer warriors in your corner. Yes, we need them. It's good to have a community of women with you that's praying with you, that's that's cheering for you, that's rocking with you. That's good. But let me tell you something. It ain't nothing like having those moments with God for yourself. Mm. It ain't nothing like it. And then it, it ain't nothing like having a group of women that all of y'all praying together. Somebody to strengthen you. Let me tell you something. God will give you the women. But let me tell you something. Until he give you them folks, go to God for yourself. Go in that prayer closet. It could be your house. I don't care. Your prayer closet could be anywhere. Let me tell you something. Your church home, <laughs> you the church, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. You the church. You the church. You can make church right there in your car. I, I can have a whole service in my car. I can have a whole hour service. I can sit there and bring the word. I sit there and preach it. I sit there and sing. I have praise and worship service and all. And then have the benediction. I have it all in there. I have the beginning, the end, all of that stuff right there in my car. 
Okay, be done got out the car, be looking tore up from the floor, but I go out there on that track. When I, sometimes when I get ready to go walk, I have services out there on that track. Come on, somebody, I have it in the gym. But I say, Lord, let me, Lord, I let me get up out of here, cause I might, sh- I shot one too many of them folk. These folk be looking at me like, what's she over there doing? I, right, baby, you better get your son. Come on, come on. It does not matter. Get you some time with God. Spend time with God. Because I promise you, you're going to feel better. It ain't nothing like getting on the phone. Hey, Coach Candace, can you pray for me? Sure, I'm going to pray for you. Of course, I'm praying for all of y'all. But see, you need to go to God for yourself. You need to have a personal relationship with God. That's what Jesus had, a personal relationship. You need to have a personal relationship. If you don't have a personal relationship, it's time to get you a personal relationship. Okay? Do not, let me tell y'all something before I go. And get on off here. Do not be like how I was. I waited so long to get a personal relationship with Christ. You know why? Because in my mind, I felt like I had to be perfect to go to God. I felt like I had to be all the way cleaned up before I went to God. I felt like I had to quit drinking, quit fornicating, quit cussing, quit lying, quit cheating. I felt like I had to quit doing all of that stuff to go to God. Let me tell you something. Do not let the enemy fool you. And think that you can't go to God broke, busting, and disgusted. He wants you just as you are. When the Bible says come as you are, God say come as you are in the spirit. He ain't talking about your clothes, okay? Let me clear that up for us super saved folks over here sometimes. Oh, you can't come in here dressed like this. No, God mean come as you are in the spirit. He mean he want the broken and contract heart. He want the folks that's crying all the time. He want the folks that feel like it ain't no hope. He want the black sheep of the family to come on somebody. He want the castaways. He want the ones that's been mistreated all their life. Those are the people that he talking about. He want the ones that felt like I, I just don't fit in. That's the people that he want. Let me tell you something. Who God, I thank you. That's who I was. I was the, I was that kind of person. Didn't feel like I never fit in, wanted to belong. Come on, somebody. I don't know why God got me going here, but I'm going to go on with the spirit. He want the people that feel like they don't belong. Let me tell you something. You could be in a whole family and still feel like you don't belong. You you can even, especially for our teenage children. We, we want our peers. We want to belong. We want to have friends. But parents, it, listen, it ain't nothing like having a relationship with God for yourself. Them, let me tell you something. God wants you as you are. It does not matter. You don't have to be cleaned up. You could go to God right now you, and you could have a, a drink in your hand. Yeah, I said, I'm going to say it again. I don't care if you high. Huh, come on, somebody. I don't care if you drunk. Uh-huh. Go to God just as you are. God wants you. He still loves you. He still loves you. He, he, know, he know that it's a process. God knows your heart. And let me tell you something. Don't let that fool with you to be going back and keep doing it over and over again. Okay? Let's clear that up. See, God know if you're going to straighten up or not. God know when you for real or not. See, you can fool us folks out here and come and jump all over the church and shot your wig off and shoes and throw it in this, this, and that. Oh, Lord, I'm going to get it right this time because let me tell you something. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about myself. Let me tell you about Coach Canis. See, I went in church speaking in tongues and shouting and crying, but I promise you I was right to that liquor bottle. Time I got out of church and got in that car, I had to go to the store and get that cup of ice. Y'all ain't saying nothing. 
Y'all ain't y'all don't know nothing about that life, okay? You don't know nothing about that life. Just leave the church. You got to go get that drink. Oh, y'all don't know nothing about that life. Y'all ain't ready for them kind of talks, is we? Okay, we can go them. You ain't ready for the times when you in church, but you fantasize about a man. Y'all ain't about that life. Come on, somebody. Or you did a liquor baller in your car on church ground. Y'all ain't about that life, baby. That was me. Oh, I got to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Sitting up there speaking in tongue. I say, Lord, and God, I don't know what I was saying. That could have been a whole demon up there, Lord. I ain't lying. I'm going to talk about it on here, okay? I'm real wrong uncut, baby. Ain't no telling what I was saying. Sitting up there crying. But guess what? God didn't give up on me. Man gave up on me so many times. Man said, oh, you just a good time in the bedroom. You ain't going to never be nobody. You just going to be working all your life and, and you got your kids. But, I, you know, you're not wife material. You, you're not good enough. You you ain't this and you ain't that enough. See, man had not said all that about me. But God said, I still love you. It don't matter. I, I, I still love you. I still want you. I'm still right here. I'm in the same spot you left me at. I ain't moved not one inch. I am right here. All you got to do is return back to me. And I promise you I'll take care of you. I promise you I'll restore you. I promise you I love you like nobody ain't never loved you before. Come on somebody. I'll provide for you. I'll protect you. I'll do for you. Okay. Who God I do for you better than anybody could ever do. Okay. Y'all ain't hearing me today. Y'all ain't about that life. See, I know about that life. I done been on both sides. See, I done been out there in the world. I done been in the church back and forth and praising God and stuff. But then I was hitting the club on Saturday night, half sleep in the church, trying to make it. And that time I Lord, thank you, Lord. By half sleeping, half drunk. Okay, ain't no y'all ain't about that life. We gonna I'm gonna get on off of here. I got to get on off of here. Y'all ain't about that life. <laughs> y'all ain't about that life. Y'all don't know nothing about that going to uh, church drunk. Okay. Talk about it. I'll talk about it. I know I was in the drunk as Cooter Brown. Okay. Trying to straighten up. God knew I was drunk. Just as drunk as I want to be. Now I clean myself up. Had the makeup on and, and, and smelling good. But baby, teeth scrubbing my teeth and flossing and all this hip throwing mints in there and all this hip. But baby, <laughs> Coach Candace B was drunk as Cooter Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it. I was drunk. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to tell you the truth because I've been drunk so much sad tonight. I mean, I be leaning. Leaning. I ain't know how I got home half of the time. I know it wasn't nobody but the grace of God because I'm supposed to be dead. Dead and gone. I'm supposed to have several weeks. Okay? I'm supposed to be in the hospital on a ventilator machine. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't hearing me. I ain't supposed to be here. I know what I was doing. I lived a wretched life. Drunk, listen, I drove drunk so many times. It's ridiculous. I'm going to just go on and say it because that, that, that was me. Now I became a professional to drunk driving. Y'all ain't about that life. I'm going to get on off of here. But I just want to encourage somebody. Don't sit there and wait till you have yourself together. Because let me tell you something. I'm going to be real with you. You ain't going to never have it all together. <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm right here right now. I sit here before you today on this podcast to tell you that I still have stuff that I have to work on myself. God is dealing with me. And I believe, who God, I thank you. I believe that we'll never have it all together until we get to glory. We'll never have it all together. God knows that. But long as you strive to be a better man, a better woman, 
Becoming the queen that God and called you to be. Becoming the king that God and called you to be. Oh God, I thank you. Because one thing I love what he told Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. Woo, hallelujah. My grace is sufficient for thee. He said, my grace. He ain't talking about Juju Grace. He ain't talking about Lily Grace. He ain't talking about Sarah Grace. He ain't talking about this one and that one Grace. God said, His grace is sufficient for thee. His grace. Who? And that's in 2 Corinthians. Who? 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Whoo, hallelujah. Paul said, therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities and reproaches, in necessity, in persecutions, whoo, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, whoo, then I'm strong. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something it's all right you ain't got to be perfect god no but he said his grace is sufficient for thee his grace hallelujah his grace that's enough for you to say lord i'm coming to you as i am I ain't got myself together. I don't have myself together. I, I, I'm, I, I'm crying out to you. I don't know how to do this. I don't know which way to go. Lord, I'm dealing with some addictions. I'm dealing with some stuff on the inside of me. But Father, you said in your word that your grace is sufficient for thee. So I'm going to work every day to become a better person. I'm going to work every day to do right by you. I'm going to work, work every day to, to get in your word and, and, and eat your word and, and live by your word. I'm going to work at it every single day. And sometimes I may fall and slip and fall, but I'm going to get up, dust myself off, and I'm going to try it again, God. I'm not going to give up because you never gave up on me. Who am I talking to today? Who is this for? Who God? Who is this for? I don't know who it's for. I'm going with the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to get off. Who is this for? Don't you sit there and wait till you have yourself together. Tell my, well, I'm going to wait that I quit drinking. I'm going to wait that I quit fornicating. I'm going to wait that I quit lying, cheating, and stealing. Let me tell you something. If you let the enemy sit there and fool you, you will leave here. Whoo, hallelujah. You will leave here. And how will you lift your eyes? You will leave here the same way. Because each and every one of us has a purpose. You have a purpose for being here. I don't know who am I talking to today. God, I thank you right now. Holy Spirit, have your way. Don't you leave here with all that purpose on the inside of you. Don't you leave here with that gift on the inside of you. Give that gift to the world. Get into your purpose. You have purpose. Don't sit here. Don't you sit here and let nobody, and let nobody fool you. Don't you sit here and let the enemy tell you that, hey, hey, you, uh-uh, don't, don't go over there. Hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. Uh-uh, you can't go to God. You tore up. You this, you that. Don't you let the enemy sit there and fool you. The devil is a lie. Go to God right now. I don't care what you do, doing or what you're going through. Go to him right now because he wants you just as you are. And I promise you he'll clean you up. 
He'll make you brand new. He'll restore back to you for which is lost. He'll love you. He'll take care of you. He'll cherish you. Let me tell you something. He'll treat you so good. You're going to be like, Lord, have mercy. I cry sometimes because how he, good he treat me and how good he is to me and how much he shows me, how much he loves me. I have to cry sometimes because let me tell you something. It's an experience that you got to experience for yourself. I can't even put it in words sometimes. It feels so wonderful. It's a feeling like never before. But you got to get it for yourself. You got to get it for yourself. I love you guys so much. May y'all have a blessed and safe and wonderful and prosperous day. This has been Coach K and B. And I'm signing off. You guys take care. Bye-bye.